0: This is Overshare. Uh, This is where I, Tiana, come to Overshare with my friends and Jeffrey. Well, he's lame, so he just plays video games. Say hello, Jeffrey. Hey, guys. All right, and today, once again, we all know Tiana's not a very interesting person, right? i got to bring other interesting people on, make myself seem more interesting. It's very important. So today I have brought a good friend of mine on who I've known for many, many years. Mr. John. John Summers.
1: Hello. Hello. Greetings and salutations. <laughs>
0: Hello, it's so what, nice to what, have you. What's up, fam,
1: bam? How you doing?
0: Well, I'm doing a podcast, and I might yes. be like failing, but hopefully, I'm failing upwards. And that's that's the only way, way to
1: fail, as yeah. I hear.
0: I, I suppose. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's I'm kind just, of an artist thing, right? It must be. John, kind of, John gets my soul because I, we're both I, artists. I do. So he yes, and everything of these things.
1: <laughs> that's true. We do. Fail and somehow manage to make it work.
0: Somehow. We have to. Otherwise we would die. It's casual. It's okay. It's casual to be an artist. We would just starve. (laughs) We would just it's fine. Yeah. We would just not not, eat. It's not it's not everything
1: it's not everything to you. It's not a big deal. It's not it's (laughs) not your whole world. It's
0: not like my ego would (laughs) be crushed or I would be unable to pay the bills. (laughs) It's not (laughs) I'd be fine
1: all encompassing without it and and right now
0: i'm fine without it
1: i i I feel great don't i
0: seem fine without it
1: (laughs) (laughs) no am i not selling that no listen man i get it because you know i've only ruined all my relationships
0: yeah that's an artist for
1: for art and we do that yeah something about that
0: it's our mistress (laughs) It's our mistress. We started as art nerds in high school. So it's been our mistress for a a while. Yeah, what is
1: that? That's like 20 years for us
0: now. It is. That's so crazy. It's casual. casual. Yeah. We don't have to date ourselves that way. No, I'm just kidding. I've already said my age on the podcast. Okay. I don't give a fuck. Well, you don't get mine. He's older than me. (laughs) Do the math. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Shade. I know. I suck. Oh, man. I'm sorry. But John was a band nerd. He was a band nerd. So he was. I was a theater nerd. So we had different brands of nerdiness. Different brands of nerdiness. That is true. Sort of intersecting. It did. It did for musicals and and things
1: of that nature. Mm -hmm. You know, you are. You are actually more of a theater nerd than I am. <laughs> and I was, you know, in a thespian and all that bull crap. And, uh, but, but went towards the, the music side. Right. Of things. Which is really um, your
0: specialty. That's your real. Uh, yeah, that's, I, yeah. I, I guess of you Of the many call it, talents you have. Oh,
1: please. push off. That, that is your. Kill it. Where you truly Kill shine. Kill all that. Kill all where that noise. Shine. No, I just, uh, I'm a slave to it like the rest of us, I suppose, man. That you is know. true.
0: Well, music keeps us all going. Keeps us alive. Try. I trying to. me alive. You know? so. We appreciate people who make <laughs> music. Thank you for keeping us all alive. No pressure. pressure. No pressure at all. You okay, know. John? It's fine. Beom, 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 beom. We just need no you pressure. guys to survive. <laughs> no just, no just do it. Just do it all right. The first time. We'll
1: never love you. We're all stuck we're
0: in our houses and we're all going to die without you. Boom, 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 boom. boom. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the worst, shittiest pressure ever. And then no, you're I supposed really... to go perform after that. They're oh, like, no, good luck. No, good... Break a leg.
1: Thank you. Everything yes. depends on this <laughs> moment. Fine. I'll literally um, commit suicide if your show the, sucks. The, I've got the a... sound engineering is crappy. I've got um, nothing to live for except yeah. this moment. So so good luck, man.
0: So Godspeed.
1: Kill that. <laughs> you're you're going to be great. And if you're not, then we'll never see you again. But like, Space. And but like, be, re- be real. Let's keep it Total all the way messy energy. for a second. Like... And How many times sure. have you like painted a dope set, and you were like, "Man, this does not match the effort that these actors are putting in."
0: Are you dead serious? You want me to? I'm spit dead ass out? right now. You want me to spill that tea spit on, on the spit podcast on, right now?
1: Spit on that. I thought this was overshare, keeping it all the way messy. You're Tell paying me. attention because you're you. True. So you're absolutely watching the show, oh, seeing yeah. the director's notes, doing all that BS. I'm just gonna make some other stuff up because I'm I'm on the music side. Just so like I'm
0: lighting notes and yeah, sound I'm in, cues and while shit. While you're
1: doing what you're doing, I'm sweating in the pit. <laughs>
0: like, so,
1: yeah. so I don't get to see any of this and you're just like, Really, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna paint this for you?
0: <laughs> you're in the thick of the performance and you feel hmm. like I'm sitting out there I'm just, casually. I'm just asking.
1: Yeah, I'm just asking. I'm like, yo.
0: I mean, I see that. I see how like the production people have that um, safety in a way where like we get to sit in the house and you guys have to go up there and we have to be like, hey, you know, but I have to say, usually when I'm saying, you're not upholding the level of the cast is because they're not like humbly allowing themselves to be collaborative. Does that make sense? That's fair.
1: Absolutely. 100%.
0: Right. So yeah. that would be a different thing. If I saw that in you with like how you collaborate with people you were making music with and I was sitting in the house and I was like, this guy won't even let other people's voices be heard. Then they, no, I wouldn't really respect They
1: can't that. work within the ensemble.
0: Yeah. I'd be like, this kind of this guy seems like he kind of sucks. Even if I was just observing from the house. Right. Yeah. That's fair. We're humans. We make observations. Yeah. As designers. But, like, generally, no. I find if somebody's really doing the best they can to give the best performance, that's all I can ask for. Okay. That's That's all I can ask for. And then, like, the variance of what that person's talent is, that's a whole other story. (laughs) Right? And we see variances in that, depending on the gigs we do.
1: (laughs) You are a better lady than I am.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you work community theater and it's someone's first show, you know? And sometimes you work... Oh, dear. And people are like seasoned actors with like an equity card. So <laughs> it's different. It's different sometimes for me, depending on the show.
1: <laughs> what the people okay. bring. I'm fascinated because for me as a DJ, you know, one of the hardest things I'm doing right now is I do a monthly show at the Saddle Bronk, which is an all country bar. Mm-hmm. I hate country music. I still hate country music. Um, I've learned a lot about it and I can play it and I can play it respectably. I hope, um, because I think all music should be treated with the same amount of respect. I just don't personally like it. Um, so how do you as an artist do something that you might not necessarily be interested in? So the piece you're working on, as you've told me is a theater in space.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: would that be the best way to put yeah it?
0: yeah it's a movie theater and it's supposed to feel like a spaceship yeah. okay
1: so how do you put yourself in that headspace where you're you're attaching yourself to that client's needs mm-hmm. but you're also putting your flair into it does that make sense yeah
0: total sense um it makes total sense so of course when it comes to my murals I mean Usually, I'm painting um, for residential projects, so if somebody's going to give me a lot of money, then (laughs) I don't really care what you want me to paint. I will paint it. It is your house, yo. So um, there's that, but usually in theater is where I find that uh, collaboration comes in a little bit more, and I have to find ways for my voice to be heard. And The set designer is kind of the first point that they go to with design. It's usually the first thing that happens before they actually design the rest of the show and obviously they can't block the show or anything like that until they've uh pinned down what the set design is so I'm often the, fir- the first des- designer to come on to a team and start their job right so in a certain way all my decisions influence everything but my decisions aren't made in a void or made on based on my ego they're based on entirely on the script and on my collaboration with the director okay which I, I thrive on. I like having other people's creative input and having sure. their vision because their ideas are not things I necessarily would have thought of. And mm-hmm. I think fine art, when you're just sitting in your house and like creating a painting out of your own mind, is fun and all. But it doesn't provide that same stimulation that theater does for me where I get to work with other people who have totally different ideas that I would never have about a show and then I get to create something within that, but that is also still mine. Right. I like that process because we all walk away from a show feeling like, in theater at least, feeling like we, and I think film is the same way, feeling like we have a part of it, but feeling like we also don't own any of it.
1: Yeah. And and I would say, especially going to to DJ sets is definitely that way, at least.
0: Is it? Okay.
1: I mean real real DJ sets. So there's there's definitely your clubs where you're going to hear your your top 40. And they might do that top 40 in a very clever way. But you know you know Megan the Stallion for the new kid is happening. You know Justin Bieber is going to happen. What separates us the I call us selectors. Um the scratch DJs the people who look at ourselves as conductors is we play the right song at the right time and we can see oh it's ripe for a banger we're we're not above the crowd we're not separated from the crowd we are the crowd we are that atmosphere that energy that that space that
0: everybody's occupying jointly together. Right.
1: Yes. Um, One hundred percent. Without realizing it, without even realizing that they're doing it, that kinship that happens when you know that the stranger next to you knows the same song that you do, when the smile reaches both of you and you're like, yeah, man, this is this is that jam. This is that joint. And it could mean completely different things to both of you for different reasons. But for that three minutes and 30 seconds or however long songs are, I have a sneaking suspicion we're probably going to get down to like one minute songs now because our attention spans are so fucked. But that moment, even even fleeting is so powerful because that energy has to go somewhere it goes elsewhere and you get hit with it as as the artist and then you rebound it back again and it's and if you get it right if you get it really right and you have the crowd then you can circulate that energy for as long as you want i feel like i got super deep
0: (laughs) no No, it's good and it makes a lot of sense i feel like that's the gift that the performers have you know to be able to vibe with the audience like that that's when you're a performer when you perform music when you craft Words or music, I feel like that's like a whole gift that you get to have with the audience that moment. You know, I I provide the environment for someone like you to do that, and then you create that moment.
1: But that, but that, that environment is so important. Of course, like, yeah, so I would hope
0: important. so. But it's nothing without. We're nothing without each other, right? It's, or and especially I'm it's, especially nothing without well, you. Well, it's that make it's sense? Syn- yeah, because the performer could do what they did, even perform Shakespeare, perform your music in a park, right? In an open space, but that but that and there'd be an enjoyable quality. There. But that's
1: but that's a different energy, right? Like you ch- you change the energy based on the work that you do, which is why I say it it has to be a synergy. It has to be.
0: Yeah. So my job as a designer, I guess I'm saying, is it's like that a synergy. Nurse. Yeah. I'm trying to say it's to provide that. And right? I, you guys provide that moment, and I provide right. the synergy that provides that moment.
1: And exactly, which is why, like, I've I've performed in front of garbage sets. Yeah. Did not feel good.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: It did not feel good.
0: Yeah, I've. And
1: that's just that. real. No, no diss to any of them. Like, you know. But yeah. So so moving it along. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. You have played both sides of the stage. Me? Yeah. No, don't tell them that. Oh no 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 no. I no, don't no. do that. I thought I thought we were having tea, fam. <laughs> I thought we were just having some tea.
0: Oh, that's right. This is overshare. I was I supposed to like, overshare. I, I, I totally forgot.
1: Listen, if if you don't mind, you know. For the it's <laughs> newly true. reacquainted, it, is, it has been a long time since you and I have seen each other, and I just like to catch up. True. Yeah. Um, what was your first show like? My very first show in front of in front stage. Yeah.
0: Um. Well, I was like As nine. An actor. I was like nine.
1: Okay. That's
0: I was in cool. Oliver Twist. I was yeah. an orphan. Mm. Just Thrilling. I'm riveted. I know. I can tell <laughs> right now. I don't know. I mean, I was nervous, but I liked it enough to go do it a bunch of times again. Okay. What about you? Um. What was your first show like? What sure. was your first show?
1: Anything goes. Freshman year.
0: That is a terrible show. I'm sorry. I
1: thought the same, and it was kind of so, racist. I'm so, <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. Like <laughs> i was like man my gut reaction to that this, is
0: just i'm sorry this
1: show is not made for the blacks <laughs> <No>. <laughs> i gotta tell you
0: not in any way and and, and
1: being one of those persuasion of the darker <laughs> I, I walked through that show kind of like in a Awkward. daze this in a is daze.
0: terrifying to me yeah for sure
1: but it was also
0: yeah i can't imagine you know
1: it was it was cool because i got to work with within our choir um for the we're both from fountain hills so we got to work with that that particular group who brought me in as a singer and um you know we're very nurturing as far as that went so it was it was kind of
0: in the end you found a sense of community from it yeah even it was definitely an experience definitely <laughs> i would good. i
1: would say that i would definitely say that i would never do that show again and i'd never no, you know, ever. no,
0: but I do always hope that from theater community experiences happen. Like that's one of the main redeeming things that I love right. about that art form. So that and makes I, me I feel slightly it, better that at least right through the terrifying experience of being <laughs> in anything in anything goes. That's, that's... <laughs> Even worse than performing in any Holocaust I'm play fair. or anything <laughs> oh, about yeah. some kind of night nightmare escape yeah. you had to perform in anything goes. And I apologize for that. Yeah, you know. I'm sure that your psychiatric bills have been very expensive after
1: <laughs> They they have been, but not for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> of all of all that the was, traumas that, was, <laughs> that one you were able to manage.
1: <laughs> that that was a blip, my sister. Jesus that Christ. was a blip. That was just a fucking blip.
0: Anything goes. That's right. <laughs> How do you feel like your nerddom informed your music?
1: Um That's a good question, actually. I would I would say really that it um it was the the nerdy obsession, you know how like sci-fi nerds know um like all the expendable crew in a star trek or some bullshit like that, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like all that that type of just deep deep rooted fandom. That's me for all types of genre of music. I have to know who the bass player is on a rock album. I have to know Mm. like who did the beats on a certain hip hop record. Like I have to know what sample that was. And that's how I DJ um, as well is, you know, I will share the sample of a song first and scratch that in. That's a, that's a Jazzy Jeff thing to do. Shout out to Jazzy Jeff, my one of my idols. Um, But for me, it's the the texture and the the aura of a of a song and something unique that I latch onto, that I in turn try to put back out into the world. That I want to say, "Hey, man! Like I was this nerdy kid in the corner listening to the song, and this song like perked me up out of that kind of awkwardness." Let me give that back to you. And if somebody there is listening and gets that, then I can keep going, man. And that's, that's, yeah. the, that's the real fuel. No, that's awesome. Is that, is that it's all about, you know, you say it and you know it as a, as a visual artist, as a musician, as an actor, whatever. We always talk, of, we're always talking about connections and those, those little things that we do. That the audience gets to see and and latch on, but when you're working eighty hours a week, yeah or when you're you're stuck in a studio smelling your own farts mm-hmm. for a week and a half at three in the morning,
0: mm-hmm.
1: working on the same snare drum, you forget that you absolutely forget what you're doing it for that moment. And so to see it all come to fruition.
0: That's the reminder.
1: That's the, I mean, that's the, that's it.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: that's the beauty of it all.
0: Yeah, I can understand you know that. what I mean? And Absolutely. Even,
1: and even when you see, especially because I've done so many different things musically, so now I'm DJing mostly, to see somebody connect with a moment that I've made, like the Michael Jackson loop I played for you the other day, and, and those type of things, to see the, the synapses firing, and somebody like, oh holy shit! Why do I know this? How do I know this? Right. And then to have the the guts to come up and ask me and just say, hey, where did you get this? Why do I know this? Those type of things, that's the teachable moment that I live for. It's like, yo man, let me tell you, like, there's this group.
0: Yeah. You
1: may not know them, but you've definitely heard them because People everybody have sampled you, off them. Yeah, everybody yeah. you love. Has been ripping their shit for years.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like that, that type of stuff is how I justify being a nerd. Yeah, it's like, yo, because my history runs deep. That makes a
0: lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Weirdly, I find that music and painting can be really similar in that way. Like when I look at something large that I have to paint. I have to, I talked to you about this previously, I have to break Mm -hmm. it down into all these different little squares, right? Right. And just like that, you're breaking it down into like the different bars and the different measures Mm -hmm. of a song. And it makes something that seems overwhelming or chaotic in your brain as a creative idea actually start to make sense because you have a framework in which to lay it in. And that's the technique that you learn over time by either just being a nerd who practices your trade or education or both or whatever it is, right? For sure. And you start to get this ingrained in your mind, this vision of like, how do I actually lay this composition out and how do I actually make this come to fruition? I think that right. that's something that we, we can kind of share. And I, I understand that feeling, by the way, of being like focused on the details, every brushstroke analyzed. Yeah. You're thinking, is this the right thing? It looks a little weird when I'm up close to it. And as soon as I back away and I actually look at the whole thing, I start to understand. Oh my god, yeah, okay, yeah. it actually is making sense. And That's
1: right. I've even borrowed your grid technique from the time you just taught me that. You taught me that what yesterday, two days ago, two days ago, yeah, yeah, two days ago. <laughs> like I, I have a a breakdown that I'm working on, and it was driving me batshit crazy. Huh. And it's it's not more than. I would have to say. If I was generous, it's about a 45-second sample. And it's not something too complicated. Right. But I could not see the picture, which is weird for me. Like, I couldn't I couldn't see where I wanted to go, what I wanted to do with it, or anything. And I had to start gritting it off. And I was like, yo, okay. So I started taking... apart piece by piece and i took the snare and i took and and in this particular sample there's like two french horns and an upright bass and i was like okay i have all these awesome things how do i make a hip-hop beat out of this and that grid technique helped me keep my sanity (laughs) <laughs> because let me tell you, you know, you know what it is. Like mm-hmm. you get into that, that eighth, and that ninth hour, and that tenth hour, and
0: you're looking at it too close, and then, or in your case, listening into it too close. Yeah,
1: and it's just, it's the same thing. It's yeah. that same, it's the same thing, and you have to listening
0: you, to this too long. <laughs> yeah, and you have
1: to walk, and you have to walk it's away. No sense and I've anymore. Never, and that's not my gift. Like my gift is is hearing, the picture right away and being able to, finesse it. So i will when i have to work more than six hours i get super cranky like super super cranky <laughs> and
0: it is hard to do more than six hours at a time of creative work though yeah because it is mentally exhausting yeah in my it, yeah it can be physically exhausting too depending on whether you're performing i would right. imagine right. um and for me yeah, painting can be exhausting that's nice yeah. that's awesome that my grid technique was able to no it was it was cool madness, and it was it was, it was so
1: <laughs> but it's, it goes to back it's not
0: my grid technique yeah. it's just a grid technique that i explained i just want <laughs> to disclaimer i don't actually think i own the but grid technique
1: <laughs> oh do you want to hear about my worst show
0: yeah let's hear about your worst show third oh grade god. oh boy
1: oh it yeah this thank
0: you guys this cut goes deep
1: no this actually no it wasn't third grade oh my
0: god it was sixth grade that makes it worse Six for it. He fast forwarded in time now. Now the cut goes even deeper because he was older. It's harder to shake.
1: I mean, you can make fun of me if you want to about this, but I was like trying to be serious. Oh. So that's cool. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's alright. Don't worry about it. Um He's gonna thanks. have he's gonna need therapy later. Thanks, thanks pretty white woman. No, for he's... for ruining my whole ego in life. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say something so grimy. <laughs> I was gonna be like, "How are they giving women talk shows in the first place?" That's true,
0: though. But nobody <laughs> but no. gave me this; I just did it, which is typical white woman, too. I know, right? <laughs> this is this is mine now. Nobody told me I could. I just did.
1: Listen, this is this is mine. This is mine. This is my airspace. <laughs> this is now. mine now.
0: Nobody <laughs> told me I should. Listen, I just did it. I go. I go here because why? Because <laughs> white. Here. Because white. <laughs> just because white. <laughs> I I go here. (laughs) That's gonna be the new one, just because white. Oh shit! I think we need to hashtag that shit because white.
1: Yeah, that's me. So, anyways, as as a humble black man, I just want to say, okay, or as a black man since I'm not very humble, but as
0: (laughs) all of our mockery aside, I'm ready for your story. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. yeah by true. the way, <laughs> oh yeah, your life. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah by the way, the, the things that happen in that your shit. life. That shit. That shit. The whole shit. reason why you're on the podcast to tell me about shit yeah, in your life. Right? That part, not yeah, man. just that,
1: to- that time that I pissed myself on stage at the Arizona State Fair. <gasps> no, you did. That's a true story. That's oh. a real true story. My heart is shattering into a thousand pieces. Oh no, it's, it's the worst. Especially since, actually, you haven't seen me perform lately. But like you see my shows now, they're piss free. <laughs> <It's like, laughs>
0: Ever since that one, <laughs> piss free since, since '93. That one. <laughs> <laughs> Lived it, oh, it, learned it, learned it,
1: learned it. Oh no, it was terrible. What? So what yeah, no man. Why?
0: So so
1: fuck, dude. I couldn't tell you how or why, but I was in, you know the overalls and the nice tie and i was the first tenor saxophone of the middle school jazz band and i had just gotten to arizona from chicago and i was cool but i was like right in the middle mid-level cool i wasn't popular but i wasn't unknown i was just there and i lived in my mediocrity and it was awesome <laughs> that
0: sounds familiar
1: yeah and i loved it and i thought i was so great i was like if i can survive these crazy ass white people in arizona oh, i can just live here i can live in the zone and so we get the arizona state fair gig that every jazz band in arizona probably gets well,
0: yeah yeah <laughs> at, some that do. at some, at some point. point at some point
1: at some point at some point and, um, but you know, it's that, it's made, it's a big deal. It's right. like thousands of people and that And they want you guys to take it in. seriously. And, yeah. And I did. Because, because I had, I had a solo. Even full, more reason. Full improv for Night in Tunisia. Google it, kids. <laughs> I'm not going to explain it. It's a great jazz standard. Um. Uh, and I practice this over and over and over again. So I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. I practiced. My dad has played with me and I've got this I've got this solo that I've made. It's mine and it's all good. And we start playing the first song and the first song's whatever. And I'm playing and doing my thing. I'm like, holy shit, I got to pee.
0: Ruh-roh.
1: Yeah. I'm just looking around. I'm like, fuck. There's,
0: it's the beginning. There is definitely no place to pee on this no. stage. And it's the beginning of the show. Also a problem.
1: Yeah. So it's like a 30-minute set. And I get through that song, and I'm doing the knee shake. Like, I'm like... No, no not the knee shake. Oh, yeah. I'm like... I'm like, and then we're cool. My my teacher, shout out to Miles Yost. I still know him. I, I actually saw him a couple times since I've been home in Arizona because he was actually an amazing mentor. But he's looking at me, and he's got a lazy eye. So second song. Still doing okay. But now the like, the sweats are starting to happen and it's just like, I'm like, oh shit. And then so like, I'm trying to ship my balls and I'm like 14. So they weren't really balls. They were like ballits. They were just like, <laughs> just kind of like I'm just like, holy shit. I'm mad uncomfortable right now. And now the eye is like twitching. The other eye <laughs> that's not on me is like, what the fuck, man? So it's like kind of spinning exorcist style a little bit. And it's like, Oh my God, what are you doing fam? And I'm like, I gotta go. And he's conducting fiercely. And it's a, it's a huge tempo number and I'm playing crying. I'm like <laughs> crying and then playing and then I'm playing and I'm crying. And he was like, what the hell is wrong with you, son? And I'm like, If I do not pee now, I will pee my pants. He's like, you can't go. My song, Night in Tunisia, starts. I've been waiting for this for four months. Not long. But but I just wanted to play the solo so bad. I really wanted to play the solo. And it's playing and i'm playing my heart out but i'm crying my heart out too i'm just like i can't do this i stand up crescendo big crescendo the drummer's going crazy everything is working well and i play and that's it and that's all she wrote no. i wail <laughs> and my dick like my dick was like well fought son <laughs> well fought son but you know what it's over now. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> Rest well pig. <laughs> <Like it's laughs>
0: how, how did you survive this trauma John? Did you uh,
1: Um I, I moved schools.
0: <laughs> just like, just I moved like motherfucking schools.
1: <laughs> no. 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 And it was it was not because my parents were like oh, this is a bad event in your life. We should probably leave. It just worked out that way. It just worked out that way. And this is my overshare. You're welcome. But the the funny part of that, truly, is that there was nowhere to go but up.
0: True.
1: I wasn't going to stop playing music. I wasn't going to stop being me. There was no choice and it's amazing what you can do with a lack of fear when it doesn't matter anymore when you're like when you hit fuck it
0: hashtag <laughs> <laughs>
1: 2020 <laughs> yeah man yeah <laughs> cheers to you cheers. Fam.
0: you don't see the face I'm making at him but it's a serious mm. face no it's like yeah it's man. like a nodding face like yeah that's what I'm about.
1: Does I love you, but Tiana's my new ride or die. <gasps> oh, I said that on tape. Oh, How oh, dare he! Oh no! I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay for that later. He will pay for
0: that. I don't know if it's gonna be paying for it in a good way or, or in a bad way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So clearly, yes, there is no doubt that this has been
1: overshare.
0: 100%. And I have been Tiana, and that has been John. That's John. And that's been Jeffrey, even though he hasn't said shit
1: bye guys
0: there he is alright gotta say thanks for all the input a titan okay. thanks for all the input we love you <laughs> alright so thank you all I hope you all enjoyed listening to Mr. John and thank you for coming on I appreciate it dude it's my pleasure of course man anytime very very nice to have you and yes we will have to have you back oh, along with do. Desiree these are my these are my new tea spilling buddies so it's gonna be a thing and I hope that uh, you guys will be my new tea spilling buddies too Right, you're gonna join me while we spill some tea? And please, if you have any interest in uh, joining us on the podcast, just reach out. Reach out in the comments section, reach out in direct messages through social media. Um, I don't care if we've never actually talked before outside of messages, That I think that's still a fun way to get to know someone is through this podcast. So go ahead and reach out. Next week, I'm gonna have some more artsy friends on. Christian and Ben, they are a lovely couple, both very talented, talented musicians, composers. So we're going to talk to them and pick their brains a little bit about life and art and shit. So join us. Don't miss that. In the meantime, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and remember that love always wins. Bye, guys.